Hello and welcome to the Bear Your Soul Sister podcast. We are your hosts, Ree and Kara. And our mission is to have real and raw conversations with everyday women. So you can see you are not alone in a big, beautiful world. And if one woman can conquer their challenges, you can too. Now let's dive into this epic episode. Hello, everybody. I'm very excited because we have Kara back. Kara. Kara <laughs> had two weeks off uh, for school holidays. I was like, look, I will take a handle on the show. And she needed a break. And wh- where did you go? Where did, where did you go? I went camping up at Lake Somerset. And um, unfortunately, some of the holidays was my children being sick. So, oh, yeah, sucks. we... Um, had a bit of a bit of a rough patch with that, but yeah, we got to go camping and have some chill time. And I appreciate you holding the fort for me. <laughs> That's all right. We we had some great conversations, so it was it was all good input. Today, um, Cara and I are going to riff on daily habits. We I put a poll up on Instagram asking what you guys wanted to hear about, and majority of you said daily habits and how it is so challenging to commit to daily habits. So we're going to talk a little bit about that because Cara and I were talking about it before. Cara, tell me, why do you think daily habits are challenging? Um, for me personally, I just know that being a mum and the challenges that come with that on a daily basis does make daily routines and habits challenging. Um, I think that's my biggest, yeah, downfall with it, I guess. But it's like, I know they're important, but sometimes it just doesn't go to plan. And I used to beat myself up about it. I used to be like, oh, I should have done that today. And I, you know, like my morning should be looking like this. And, you know, like if I haven't done it by this time, then I can't do it kind of thing. Whereas I've just really had to learn to let go of that. And yeah, understand that things aren't always going to go to plan and that's okay. And it's okay to, you know, do a habit or a routine or whatever it might be that I want to do for that day at any time of the day. It doesn't necessarily have to be before the sun comes up. And Mm. I think, um, yeah, that's probably what I really wanted to touch on today is that even though we all know we should be doing certain things on a daily basis, sometimes it just doesn't go to plan and sometimes it just doesn't happen. And we can either beat ourselves up about it or we can look at it as, you know, an opportunity for maybe doing it differently or yeah, trying something in a different way and just letting go of it and saying it was okay. I didn't do it today. And it's, yeah, it happened. Yeah. I feel you sis. Before I had Atlas, I was the kind of person where my morning routine was like three hours long. It was ridiculous. You know, I'd wake <laughs> I'd wake up at three o'clock, I'm not three o'clock, at five o'clock in the morning and I would, you know, do yoga and I would make a smoothie and I'd sit down and meditate. And I remember it ending up feeling like it was a chore rather Mm. than actually something that I enjoyed. And something I said to Cara before we jumped on is what I've come to realize in the personal development world there is a massive like preaching of having a really good morning routine to set up for you for the day, which I do agree with. However, 
what we're taught a lot of the time in personal development is that it's actually from a male perspective. And why I think that's really important is like, there's nothing wrong with men. We love men. I love my husband, all that shit. But what happens is not a lot of people realize is men are wired on a 24 hour hormonal cycle. Women are wired on a uh, 28 to 32 hormonal cycle days, days, not hours. Mm. And I think it changed, like we change so much within a month of what our needs are that trying to do something so masculine in the morning, you know, waking up at some stupid hour to get all this stuff done before the sunlight hits can actually wreak havoc, not just on our hormones, but our health our the, yeah. our relationships like we we think we're doing it for our self-care but if it's got the wrong intention behind it it can actually really exhaust us and I learned that the hard way after having my son like I thought I still needed to wake up at four o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning to do all these things but sleep itself was way more important and then that in itself was an identity crisis that I had to work through to be like oh my success isn't about how much I get done before the sun rises, you know? Yeah. So I yeah. think, I think as women, we really need to think about that. Like, and, you know, we just had Kimberly on the show and she talks about like the hormonal cycle and things like that. So just starting to be a bit more mindful of like how you are each and every day, because there could be times of the month where you don't want to do journaling or a run or meditation or whatever in the morning you may not want to do that and that's totally okay yeah that's exactly right and you know like I think we can become so like consumed by it as well like we can hear so many different things like this is the right way this is this and if you're not doing that you're not going to be successful and you know I think it really does come down to what makes you feel good and what makes you feel aligned and feel like you're set up for your day. That could be just getting up and having a coffee, mm-hmm. you know, like I think I was very similar to you where I was like, Oh, I've got to, you know, I've got to get my journaling done. I've got to stretch. I've got to go for a walk. And then, you know, Jack came along and I was like, how can I go for a walk with a baby, two other kids, two dogs before 7am and get the kids off to school? Like it yeah. just become impossible And I used to get really like down on it because I was like, well, you know, I should be doing this. The dog's feeling let down because I'm not walking the dog. (laughs) And I just want to say quickly, it's not that it's not impossible. It's just that it would have been way more stressful. Yes. And you have to decide like, do I want to get that done? Or is that actually going to put me in a more stressed state, even though walking is supposed to make us stress less? So I think it really depends on each and every day. You yeah. know, like it's so, yeah, when you have so many responsibilities. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of like, you know, I was set in that that whole um, thing of like, oh, I've got to get it done of a morning because it's got to be before breakfast. Otherwise it's not fat burning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like all these things. Yeah. And then when it, when I started to really like stop and think about it and I just started to intuitively go for a walk, like, you know, working from home now, I might go for a walk at midday. Yes. That's not practical in summer because it's stinking hot, but Mm -hmm. for for me in winter now, it's more beneficial for me to get up and go and move my body when 
it's, you know, feeling right. And I've been sitting at my desk for too long or, you know, like there's no extra pressure or stress around it. Mm -hmm. I'll get up early and go on the days when Ben's home, my husband, and I can get up and I don't have to worry about what the kids are doing. You know, that to me is a more um, fulfilled walk and it does more for me on a self-care level than having to try and figure out how I'm going to do it when, you know, I don't have him home. So I think that's the thing. It's just finding what works for you and going with that and not feeling guilty about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And another thing that I've also come across in like my own coaching clients is they feel like if they can't do it every day, they shouldn't do it at all. Yes. Like going to the gym. So I want to give a prime example of what's happening in my own world right now is I was putting off going to the gym for years because I I knew there is no way I could commit to every single day at the gym. It just wasn't possible. And because of that reason, um, I just didn't go full stop. And then I said, well, going, I realized like going twice a a week is better than not at all. So we have to let go of this idea of like, it has to be every single day. There is consistency in going twice a week. And there's also consistency in going every single day, but you've just got to decide what feels really good for you. So me right now, I'm like at the level of fitness I have and how weak I feel in my body and how tight my body feels two times a week actually feels achievable. And I'm more Mm. likely to achieve twice a week than I am going at all. If I set the intention of going every single day and I feel like there's like almost like this relief of the like letting go of that expectation of like I'm meant to go to the gym today and there's so much pressure for me to go to the gym today and I don't think I can go to the gym blah 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 blah, that I just talked myself out of it completely so sometimes if you want to create a habit don't think you have to start every day don't have that all or nothing mentality Mm. have that like uh, it's better than once a week than not at all you know and it's the same as like oh I want to do my PT trainer was like, do you want to do half an hour or one hour? And I was like, one hour sounds like it's going to kill me. I'm going to start with half an hour. Like the goal is an hour twice a week or three times a week even, but let's start with half an hour twice a week because that feels right now way more achievable than going an hour twice yep. a week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think it's really important to just reassess your whole life and go, what is achievable and what feels sustainable because sustainability is far more important than anything in life, business, health, love, all of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I I have been very similar. I've been putting off going to the gym because, you know, they might not have a crash or, you know, what if I can't get there every day? And it's so true what you say, like you almost talk yourself out of it because you feel like you should be showing up at a certain level or a certain time or a certain way. And yeah, yeah, you put so much expectation on it that you end up not doing it at all. And you're also comparing to so many people around you. Like you might be like, oh, I'm comparing myself to X, Y person because they go to the gym every single day. But you've got to remember like their life is so different to yours. Maybe they have a partner at home that can watch your children, Mm. um, you know, so you can go to the gym at four o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning, or maybe they have their kid in daycare every single day of the week so they can drop their kid off at daycare, then go to the gym before they go home. Um, Maybe they have a gym at their their, um, place of work. Like they may not have kids at all. You know, everyone's life is so different. And what you might not be consistent in, that person 
could be consistent in or they might not be consistent either. Like you've just got to really let go of comparing to what all the other successful people are doing, like actually doing, and then look at in a whole perspective of what's happening. They're just being consistent in a way that works for them. Yeah, that's right. And actually something else I feel like is so important with, um, you know, particularly women and, and mothers is the aspect of time and how so many I guess, feel so overwhelmed with the busyness of life and Mm -hmm. how we've almost glorified being busy. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is something that comes up quite a lot. And particularly, I guess, for me in my business, I work with women who are business owners who often are mums. And one of the reasons we're helping them is that they feel overwhelmed with time and they feel like they can't get everything done. And I feel like Sometimes if you are a really time poor person, trying to add in a whole bunch of routines and habits can just make it worse. Um, And I think often it comes down to getting really clear on where you need to be spending your time Mm -hmm. and giving yourself permission to actually clock off and have like that mental downtime of, no, I'm not going to do work in this time. I'm not going to do anything that I feel is like a I guess like task or a to-do I think it's so important for us to give ourselves permission to actually switch off like last week when I took leave so many people were saying to me like how can you do that how can you take leave when you're the business owner and your business is only a year old and you know like even I found people were pushing the boundaries, like trying to still get me to work during that period. And it's so interesting how we perceive time and what we do with our time as women. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like there's almost an addiction to being busy. Yeah. I, I think it is, there is definitely a, a pandemic <laughs> of uh, a pandemic of planning their days, like months and events. I remember when I used to like define my success on my busyness that my friends had to literally book a month in advance to hang out with me. And that while I felt like I still made time for them, it also made me feel like shit because like they were that far off of a priority that they had to wait a month to see me that like, yeah, it just, it's crazy. Now that I have rewired my priorities, I think, I think that's, that's another thing in business is like you're choosing your priorities right now. Like, mm. yes, if you have a shop front business or whatever, and you are the business, even as coaches, you are the business because you are the coach. You've, you've, you've chosen that as your priority. However, it's your choice to change. And the other thing I wanted to say quickly, when you said, um, you know, the habits, like it's a lot, it's really hard to add habits. Habits are something you replace another habit with. So what happens so many, so often is so many people try to add habits to their day, but they're not looking at the habits they could replace. So let's say, for example, if you wake up at six o'clock in the morning and you're laying in bed till seven, just scrolling Instagram, that is time you could be replacing with getting up and doing yoga or getting up and journaling or getting up and meditating or going for a walk or having that quiet time outside, drinking a cup of tea or coffee, really looking at how you're spending your time and if there is room to replace things. And if there isn't room to replace things, is there room to delete things or delegate things? And that's how you make more space for the priorities. 
Yeah. You know, there, there has to be a way, like there has to be a way. And if it's not a priority right now, it's okay for it to not to be, you have to be okay with the fact that it's not a priority right now, you know? So, and for so long, I was not choosing the gym as a priority. I was making excuses. I was like, you know, I'd rather be spending time with my son. It's too hard. And I just was like, no, I know I'm not going to do this on my own. I'm going to pay a PT trainer to, you know, work me out I had another another excuse of like I didn't know enough knowledge to start back like start from the very beginning having a c-section and ab separation that was another excuse and I was like well the answer is getting a PT trainer yeah and I've just got to get up half an hour earlier twice a week that's not that hard um so I made it work it took me long enough but I made it work eventually and now Mm -hmm. I'm sore all the time (laughs) yes Yes. I think that, I think that can even be something that stops you from committing to it. You're like, I don't want to be sore. I don't want to ache every time I go to sit on the toilet. (laughs) Uh, Random, random side stories. (laughs) This is the beauty of having someone that holds you accountable because you're paying for it. Um, I was walking down the stairs the other day and I said to Ashley, I'm like, I don't want to go. I want to stay home. I don't want he's just like you're gonna have to bro you paid for it I'm like I don't want to go and I went because yeah she held me accountable so yeah I think it's like it's just really important guys to just think about what kind of habits you want and what is sustainable you know like Mm. if if you think going to the gym is not sustainable every single day if you want to be there an hour and it takes you half an hour to get there that's actually two hours of your day if that's not sustainable for you to do every single day, that's okay. Find something else that works. Yep. Yep. Give yourself permission to find what works for you. Hmm. Out of curiosity, what are some habits that you um, have that are non-negotiable? Because I think we all have habits that are non-negotiable for us. Yeah. Um, for me, it's definitely planning my day and it's just getting up, having a coffee, analyzing what I need to do for that day because just because of the demands of my job but also having the kids as well I have to be organized like there's just no other way for me so for me that is a non-negotiable but I actually enjoy it because I feel like when I've planned my day and I can visually see what I've got to do I can see how my day is going to go and I feel more in control and then I feel more calm so for me that's something that I actually really enjoy doing as a habit and it's something I never used to do um, when I first became a mum. And I was always in a constant state of stress. So for me, that's a habit that I feel is non-negotiable that makes me a better mother, a better person. And I get stuff done without stress. So I, I I think when you take that even 10 minutes in the morning to plan your day, you save so much time. So many people say, oh, I don't have time to plan my day. And I'm like, brother, if you know what you're doing each and every day, you're not sitting in that procrastination of like, what do I work on next? And I only have five minutes. What can I do in that time? You waste way more time by not planning your day. So I agree completely. Continue. Yeah. And and then one thing that I've really enjoyed doing this year that I probably never really got into a lot was um, journaling, but I would journal only when I feel aligned to, like I don't journal every single day. I just journal 
when I feel like it's it feels right. Like yeah. if I'm working on a new goal or I feel really grateful for something or, you know, I recognize that I've woken up in a funk, then I'll do it. But I don't make it a necessity to do absolutely every day. Yeah. So that's definitely um, a habit that I've gotten into. And I think, I mean, it may not necessarily be a habit, but something I'm really proud of is asking for help when I need it and outsourcing things that I don't enjoy doing. So mm. um, I have a habit of having a cleaner. That that to me is a um, non-negotiable every week. And yeah. I've just recently been asking for help with um, outsourcing cooking and food. Like um, this week, my mum's helping me by cooking and batch cooking meals for me because I know with what I've got going on, I feel overwhelmed and I can't think enough clearly, particularly with my thyroid condition, I get really exhausted really quickly. So for me, having my mum help me in that aspect, A, she loves doing it and B, it just makes me feel more in control of a nighttime because my night times are chaotic. So that to me is a positive habit that I'm starting to incorporate is feeling okay with asking for help with those things in my personal life. Yes. Um, and, you know, that may be something that people go, oh, that's not really a habit, but it's non-negotiable. It's, yeah. It's something I've learned. I have to recognize when to ask for help otherwise I drown yeah and this is the thing like I said before when you're wanting to create new habits you have to look at what you can replace what you can delegate and what you can delete if you don't prioritize or like prioritizing food because you'd rather spend more time with your kids or on your business or self-care whatever then if if the option is available to delegate your food being made for you then fucking take it like yes we know that not everyone can afford a cleaner or someone to do their food or whatever but there's options there's definitely options um i because i am pedantic as fuck when it comes to my food i am one of those people where instead of outsourcing it right now, because for me to outsource it with the quality of food that I want, it does cost a bit more. Um, I actually, in my week, so on a Sunday or a Monday morning, this is a non-negotiable for me, I sit down and plan my week. I actually look at my whole calendar and go, do I need to move things? Do I need to actually physically put things into my calendar so I make time for it, like self-care or personal development trainings or time with my friends or whatever it is. Um, I also sit down and pre think about our dinners because for me, my energy is most used and well spent in the morning by dinner time. I'm like, I cannot be fucked making dinner. I just mm. I cannot be bothered. So I will either opt for something super easy or, you know, I'm spending a heap of money on like high quality Uber eats. If that's even a thing, I think it is. <laughs> But, um, you know, not McDonald's, you know, like having like gourmet freaking roasts and things like that, um, that I have to sit there and go, okay, well, this day is going to be busy. So how about I do a slow cooked meal in the morning? So I don't have to consider worrying about doing something that's, I don't have time for in the evening. So I actually plan it around my day. So if my days are absolutely bonkers, then I will do a slow cooked meal or something that's very quick and easy, but healthy, so that it's not taking me a lot of time and not, not a lot of energy. So that's something yeah. I really consider. Um, another non-negotiable for me is actually waking up every morning and having a cup of coffee with my husband. It's usually the only time we get 
together um, every single day. So that way, you know, we're sitting down, we're talking about our days, what he's going to do with Atlas, or if we're going somewhere together or what I'm doing, what I'm working on, because at nighttime, sometimes I'm doing coaching. Sometimes he just wants to chill out and like watch his own movies and things like that. So the morning coffee um, is definitely my time to connect with my husband. Yeah. Um, I'm the same with you planning daily, like sitting down and planning what I'm going to do. And I also plan the week. So I delegate what things I'm going to work on on what days. So I make time for it. And then rather than being specific on the one thing, I do one thing for myself. That's like more of a self-care thing. Sometimes it's a nap. Sometimes it's gym. Sometimes it's meditation. Sometimes it's going in my sauna. It's just something for me. And then um, like you with the journaling, I do one thing for my vision. So I used to be a very pedantic, consistent journaler. And I'm just going through a phase in my life right now where I'm not as connected with journaling. I still highly recommend it, but it's not something I do every day, but I'm doing something towards my vision every day. So whether that's before I go to bed, I'm just visualizing my dream house or I'm reading my affirmations or I'm looking at my vision board or I'm checking houses that are available on domain.com or I'm journaling, just something for my vision. Um, They're probably, yeah, they're definitely my non-negotiables, but I'm not so caught up in when it happens in the day. I just make sure it happens. Mm, Yeah. I think it's super important. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add? I think we've pretty much covered it. I feel like we're both on very similar wavelengths with that. Like, yeah, yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah, I think I think it's just really important to let go of that expectation. You know, like I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves to get all this stuff done every single day that it can be exhausting. Some people thrive in it. So if you're one of those people that thrive in crazy you know, strict 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, meditating here, meditating there, then like go you. If that works for you, that's amazing. However, I find there's a lot of people that think they need to make it work because they think that's Mm. the only option to creating success in good days. But as long as you're feeling good, just aim to do one thing a day that makes you feel good. Yeah. And if you get it in the morning, amazing, because it sets you up for the the day. But if it's not achievable in the morning, that's okay. Just get it done when you can. And that could be five minutes of alone time in the shower or half an hour nap or whatever, you know, yeah. just, just adding somewhere in your day. It all adds up. It does. It really does. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Let's leave it there then. And we'll talk to you guys next time. See you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. It means so much to us that you are here. If you love this episode, please share it with your community. And if you're listening from Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review and share what you love most about our show. Also, if you would like to be featured on our show, head on over to our Instagram at BearYourSoulSister, or one word. Send us a message and we will flick you over the details on how you can join us. And while you're on Instagram, give us a follow. We would love to get to know you more. Thank you so much for being here and we look forward to chatting with you next time. Bye. Bye.